0: It's funny when you someone said to me yesterday, I won't say who it was, but um, someone found out what our new job was, and I went, "Oh, you peeps, then?" And I went, "Thanks." (laughs) And I think um, it's funny sometimes because you can receive like I mean, I'm talking about loads of actually, You can receive what you think is your dream job, and what you think is the thing. You can actually sell everything else for that, living in that, um, in that, that thing. And I, uh, I don't see what we're doing. No, I mean, so I think it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's another step on a, a ladder, a step on a, not a ladder right? as in like i are trying to climb up to become the Archbishop or whatever. But, but I mean, a step in the ladder of our... It to be as an Archbishop. I think. Um, it's a step on a ladder for like, um, like just the next step in your life, isn't it? So and we're, all on that, we're all on that journey and hopefully we're all walking more towards God and more towards what, what He has for you. Because, uh, as we spoke about, and how you've been getting away, um, you are a son or a daughter of God, and what that means is your are co-heirs with Christ, so what he has, you have, uh, what he has got, you can get as well. And um, today, I, I had this kind of word that I uh, shared with you for, uh, I don't know, back in May or something. And I really, When I was praying for you guys, I just thought, I want to leave something with you that's going to create a difference when we're not here, because that's kind of where the, the legacy is isn't it like uh, I believe we've left the legacy with you guys? Ashley and West, like, yeah, I've got that one. And right. um, and you know, that uh, West was our first intern when we were here, um, and was the second intern, and then they got married, and then now they're doing what they're doing. and We're a champion, and love you guys, you are incredible. Um, but every time we think about you guys, we feel it's the word in our head is legacy. The whole, the whole word we had before we left was to build a foundation so that when we leave, others can build on it, right? And, um, I hope we did a good job of that, and yeah. I hope the reality is, is that that's not the last time we do that. It's we are continually building a platform for yeah. other people to, to do better and be more than we ever had. So, like my kids, I want my kids to see things, be around things, do things more than we can ever really <clears be throat> see in well. um, So, I'm just going to play you this, this, this video because you guys braved, didn't you, for our youth hangouts weekend, the way the gathering. Um, so, everything you're going to see, we little cheeky cameo of, uh, of Adam King, Marie's son. He, um, At all points in this video, I think when you see his face, he's near a fire, which is generally where his, his natural uh, habitat is. But just to say about Adam, um, Adam has been in Manchester for like two years now, um, and he's also a son of this house as well. Like, he, he was in church for us for years and years and years. I love seeing where Adam's out and if you meet me, he might have about around a few months ago, wasn't he? But he is like, he is on fire for God. He is, he's just now a year out, of years, years ago I did the academy, it was called, or whatever. You know, um, year internship program, Adam's just come from the back of that. And he has been like a shining star on that thing. He's been a leader, he's been encouraging, he's just a guy that gets stuff done. And, and when people talk about Adam in church, they're just like, oh, Adam is amazing. So I just want to encourage you Like he, he is doing good, he's um, put himself around some awesome people, got a great friendship group, and um, he won't tell you how you see him, but he's a flipping legend. Um, so, I'm um, happy to go. He's sick. And um, he also, I've got a picture of living from the see afterwards, where he was on the slip and slide. So 25 minute slip and slide down a, a hill that's a place where Kevin Lee in have been tried to be smart, like change positions, rolled over and caught his shoulder and then just flipped and landed him first on the grass, and then slid on his face for a bit. So he's got this like, that's got that's got that's a lump on his forehead, with a carpet burn attached to it, like a grass burn attached to it. And I sent the photo to his mum, and she was actually more worried than... Again, like, a concussion specialist, he was fine. Um, but like, it, it looks great and everything, and, and do you know what, the, the move from night one was just like God was just doing something. The atmosphere, the culture was high. It, uh, it was, exciting. And uh, I just want to take like, out three testimonies that I um, like that happened while we were there, um, and then kind of scaling from like what you can see as something insignificant to something like pretty good to something you're going to be like, oh, what on earth has happened there? But God is moving in every single one of these three things. And I think sometimes we get to this thing where we're looking for a Hollywood-based testimony that someone like has been turned from you know, um, I've made it in the room who likes return for turned from like, doing drugs and not doing drugs in the moment, which is great, right? And I'm not knocking that right, but that isn't my story. And it doesn't make my story worse or less. It, do yeah. you know what I mean? It just makes it my story. So here's are three things, right? We have a girl called Katie. Um, Katie has additional needs. Katie is a handful. And um, Katie is... I don't tell you, it's been, it's been recorded, but she's not my favourite as well. But um, Katie's mum struggles with Katie, and her other sister is also fighting. Challenge. They're both adopted. And so Karen's and do a bit of respite care for Katie, so she comes home some weekends. She's brilliant with our kids. And actually, when she's found our kids, she's like... Phew. She's actually brilliant. And um, Katie comes away from this. Now, normally, the story of Katie is, I've chased her for multiple hours during the time we were away. She, last year, she jumped the fence. Up like, in a really big area, she jumped the fence into the woods, just like running. And there's me and another teammate, like, pegging after us. 13, 14 year old girl who's been like what is my life choices. And um, but well, Katie this year got lived time with Caris on the way back and another over we 18 week as well. And Katie was in the car with carrots. Carrots said, Hey, what have you got this weekend? And now it's the end of the weekend, she is on a lot of medication and stuff, so she is blasting, she's like, oh, and, which is the best kind of Katie anyway. But um, she goes to Caris, hey, I really love you this year. Next year I'm actually going to Giving an offering. Like she's never done that before, she's never thought about doing that before. So something has happened in her life, which she's seen, she's got a bit of faith and got, okay, hey, next year, I want to be part of what's just happened. The second testimony is, we were believing in, like, you know, I'm so boring now, uh, I was on a budget spreadsheet, the um, cap cost 28k, so I'm like, oh, good, uh, I 28,000 happened to it. Um, and, and we were believing about like £1,200 in the offering because A, it would to me, but also saying, like, The thing with the offering is, it's all about faith. It's all about, it's about your heart attitude. It's not necessarily a number of pennies you put into the pot. And and we took an offering on the first night. It was like I don't know, like three hundred quid or something. and We are like, oh cool, yeah, that's a quarter of what we like were believing for. And so we kind of um, had this journey through our 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 program. The um, Wednesday morning or was the last morning, and we talked the night before about being planted in the house uh they went to an offering envelope wings like halo hey, just pray about it and we were like pretty much in tears because we said right well, I'm gonna do the offering apple buckets at the front and every single young person in the room just stood up with their offering boom 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 and it was just like oh. like, there's something that's resonating with young people in this room you're like yes yeah. and it we was also like the three hours like the three and a half grand um, offering to yeah, four young yeah, people right. and, and a few young adults actually and the biggest givers in that because I have those statistics, uh, were, um, you know, it was a 19 year old girl and a 17 year old lad, both playing for the like, same jobs. Um, and again, it's not about like the amount of money, but it's about the fact actually they're hard. And then we've listened, we had one kid put his card details on, so I had to give him a ring and say, hey, we know you're getting you not card details in. He I mean, didn't answer his phone, so I rang dad. His dad's like, oh yeah, that's it now. right? He's putting in this money, isn't um, And I told him the amount it was, because his dad went, mum. That's all the money he has on his That's awesome. And I'm like, yes, let's get to us. Anyway, um, the last thing was, is there's a girl there, I won't say her name, you'll know why in a second, but um, she's a young girl, she's 12, and she has uh, had some mental health issues. She's had some depression and self-harming and all this sort of stuff. And only in the last, I'd say six months, she been a- talking to our team and whatever about that stuff. And so she had these marks on her left arm that she's been, she's been part of herself. Um, so she got prayed for, and all of the marks on her arm, part one, just went. Like her arm yes. just went wide, Part one. right? And then the person who prayed for just went, We're well, we certain God that does, doesn't just leave something like that behind, so let's pray again. And um, prayed again, and the last mark gone. Her arm literally looks like my arm. It's like, oh, i got a few less hairy. About. And, um, there is no mark on her arm anymore, and it's almost this like breaking of freedom that's come over her, and she's like, what? Like, can you imagine now, her thought process about who God is, before, from now, compared to when she first came on camera? Yeah. Like, unbelievable. So, um, you are a part of that, okay? So, I'm going to try something that is either going to work or not going to work, but it's your choice. So, Roberto, you're on this side of the room. You're on this side of the room, all right? This is just so, when I look at you and point to you, I want you to shout for me, break. The word break, together. you want going to try that, okay? Break! Oh, you're better than I am. You're going to shout through. Break! Now, make, like, I want you to like, be engaged, because if you are not engaged, you're going to get caught out and you're going to look like a wannabe. Alright? Break! 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 Because um, I believe that breakthrough is something we not only um, should get once, it should be a continual process of, of receiving breakthrough. Um, when we were in Manchester, uh, I don't know if you might have this story before, we have, I'm sorry if you have it's a good story. Um, we, were, we had this house which was lovely, um, and houses come with mortgages and, um, and jobs come with wage packets to pay mortgages. And you're like, sweet deal, I've got a job and a mortgage. And a mortgage. Harris uh, is pregnant and uh, with Jesse, our second kid and we uh, basically was on a contract job and then it ended. Uh, and how God's provided for us in the past is literally as a contract ended, I've just gone straight to the job again, like maybe six or seven times previously,
1: the charity sector is
0: wonderful and uh, funding based. So a lot of the time, you know, contract, and you to the contracts are like, oh, you are in another one, And at this time, was no, all oh, I'm in another one. And um, I remember, like applying for, I would say 60 jobs. Um, to the point where the woman in the when I signed on, uh, the woman in the thing stopped talking to me about jobs because I came in with my spreadsheet of like, here's the jobs I'm going to apply for, here's jobs I have not apply for, here's how I felt back, and these are not I don't know about so I've a really lot. She's like, we don't need to talk. And I was like, I'm like, cool, so we talked about her son instead, which was a waste of my time, but it's fine. Anyway, um, But the reality was is that for three months, I didn't have a job. And three months, we didn't really had some savings left over here. We had some, it's of The three months of no pay was like, Karis <laughs> uh, just had Jessie as well, so she, her hairdressing stuff at that point is pretty out, out of the question, really. Um, I bet she that a little bit, but I can't remember. But um, I remember this one day, we got a brown envelope from the post. Who loves a brown envelope? Most of the time, not me. Uh, it's usually for an election last year, and they like, oh, yes, bring on the blessings, God. Uh So anyway, we opened the envelope and it's like, got lots of numbers on it. And I'm like, oh, we can't afford that bad boy. Um, and then so I'm I, I'm it to the cat I carried it to the verse and she gives it to me. And I'm like, is it bad? She's like, yeah, it's bad. And I was like, oh, good. So I read it uh, with my eyes and my brain. Um, and realised it was actually a tax rebate from four years before um, and we lived on that tax rebate. And the day I got a job, the month I got a job, um, it was the first time I had to touch our savings. So God provided for us in that time. And we yeah. just go, oh, but the thing for us was it was a different type of provision than we had before. So it tested that faith in a different way but we still saw sort of yeah. a breakthrough to happen. Yeah. And now that has helped us to say, hey, do you know what money is here a lot of the time. I don't know you, money for is like not in the front of my head they've got three children, like they want to do like music lessons The mothers um, But um, you know what I mean? Like, and I want to do football lessons. Do you know what I mean? There's like there's just like lots of financial strain, isn't there? Like cars cost a lot of money. And then something goes wrong, and you're like, oh good. Fantastic. And um, something we talk about in our church, right, is this thing, it's phrased with the useful. Praise is the precursor to breakthrough. Okay, that if, if you bring praise, if you bring praise, it can actually break something that then helps you see your breakthrough. Okay, um, let me just read you a little passage from from uh, two Chronicles, chapter twenty. There's a dude called uh, Jehoshaphat. Did you? That's cool. There's a dude called Jehoshaphat, right? And the, the title of the, uh, the the chapter is Jehoshaphat beats Moab and Ammon. I'm not sure that's named correctly. Because when you read this message, when you read the story in a minute, Jehoshaphat does some stuff, but I don't think you want that. Anyway, and it says, You will not have to fight this battle. Take up your positions, stand firm and see the deliverance of deliverance the Lord will give you. Judah and Jerusalem. Do not, Jude, by the way, need to praise um, to Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid, do not be discouraged. Go out to face them tomorrow. The Lord will be, will be with you. Jehoshaphat bowed down his face to the ground. All the people in Judah and Jerusalem fell down to be worship before the Lord. And they praised. Then Levites, the priests, and the and um, stood up and praised the Lord, the God of Israel, with a very loud voice. Yeah. Early in the morning they left and they set out. And um, as they set out, Behoshaphat stood and said, Listen to me, Judah people of Jerusalem. Have faith in the Lord your God, and you will be upheld. Have faith in his prophets, and you will be successful. After consulting the people, Joshua and the men to sing to the Lord and praise him for the splendor of his holiness as they went out ahead of the army, saying, Give thanks to the Lord, his love endures forever. So the praise went out ahead. As a military tactic, it's not about putting the band in the front, really. That's probably not your best bet. It's just a good way to get no musicians with really. them. As they began to sing the praise, the Lord set ambushes against the men of Ammon and Moab. Mount Seir, and then, the and who Judah, and they were defeated. The Ammonites and the Moabites then rose up against the men from Mount Seir uh, to destroy and annihilate them. After they finished, finished annihilating them, they helped destroy each other. Good job. When the men of Judah came out to the place that I looked to the desert, they looked towards this vast army and saw only dead bodies lying on the ground. No one escaped. What I love about that, that, that passage is that. Um, Realistically, there was not a lot that the Israel, that the Judah and Jerusalem did in terms of like, it wasn't like, hey, sing a praise and by the way, dig some kids with spikes and that'd be great because then you've kind of like, you've done one thing and you kind of like, oh, you've got a Plan plant the back. No, no, they heard one thing from God and they did the one thing from God. And the praise brought a breakthrough. There's tons of stories in the Bible about, about that. So the, the walls of Jericho. Go around and they do a big shout of praise, and the walls come tumbling down, they go straight in, they, they and they yeah. win. And so, we have this morning praise already. So, I believe because we have praise, there could be a breakthrough. Right. Okay? That's kind of really like, I'm just thinking like um, meeting dynamics, because I'm about that. Right? But meeting dynamics, why do we have praise and worship at the start? Because so it takes a focus on of you, what yeah. your issues are, what's your unto God? Yeah. You go, like, I'm
1: praising,
0: yeah. and now I want to be you want to know you're doing that? That's what we're doing. So, the reality is, is that a testimony is actually a, a form of breakthrough, isn't it? Like, who here in the room, just a quick shout has ever had something that God has done for them in their life where um, you were in struggle and then you weren't, you were in financial difficulty and then you were you were addicted and now you're not? Has anyone ever had that happen? Anyone done a testimony? Sweet. That's great. Yeah. The reality is that, you know, maybe testing series of youth recently and the, the tagline was, and go and tell them why I've done for you because a testimony is awesome, a breakthrough is awesome, but what you do with that breakthrough can actually change and determine everyone's life around you or not. It is your choice. So, a breakthrough is a sudden, dramatic, and important discovery or development or an instance of achieving success in a particular sphere or activity. Now, when you look at the, the, the meaning of a word, it's cool to, to look at the opposite meaning. Um, and it kind of it uh, surprised me when I realized it was this way is just setback. Has anyone ever had um, a setback in their life? They've ever had a business plan there's a setback, or well, they've gone for like a training, they decide to go I'm gonna get hit, and then you go to the gym once and you're running the end like that so setback. Um, yeah. that's a setback. And that's has been white excuse me, of um, yeah.
1: but really like a setback is actually
0: like a feeling like of disappointment thinking feeling of losing heart, thinking feeling of going, like, honestly, like, in that time of three months off, you know, you, it's not really for us at this point? Like, I mean, like, three months, I'm a bit of a drunk, you know what I'm saying, right? But, but, like, you kind of go, is, is this all real? Is this, this because a setback is so easy to look at and be like, I can't do this. I literally can't. let's see a setback as actually a, a problem that's waiting to be solved. Let's see a setback, right, instead of going, oh, I get knocked back and you sit down and give up. Let's see it as like, a step back, a setback, and I've got another step now to run up and hit this like, yeah. thing yeah. that's in front of me. Yeah. I remember in rugby, sometimes you get like, you know, there's like, a, a thing that's happening a wall or a, or a um, corrupt that's going on, you're going to get like pushed outside of it, you go, oh, the fun thing to do, it's not just what's there and stand there. The fun thing to do is just step take three steps back and you go, I'm be boys. And you come running in and you smash everyone. Because everyone's kind of like, you know, off balance slightly. Like you, you just go and annihilate everyone, right? Yeah, yeah I wasn't
1: that yeah. anyway. yeah. But the reality is, all that is is a
0: mindset shift. Okay? You either can, can be beaten by something or you can go, hey, this is a setback. This is a reality. It's not a fake thing that's happened. This is a reality, but I am going to choose. To see breakthrough. To see I'm actually, in that moment, I'm going to choose to praise God for who He is and what He's done. Because regardless of where you're at right like, now, nah, God hasn't changed. God is still in a path. God is still putting in a good in place. God still putting you, your feet on the rock again. Yeah. Um, breakthrough isn't actually, I think breakthrough, like I said before, will be a bit like kind of both this Hollywood dream idea of what breakthrough is, where um, it doesn't have to be a check that comes solve your, your problems, it doesn't have to be um, that moment of like, addiction completely going. But actually, it can be slow, it can be that you um, put really good habits in your life, and because you put good habits in your life, you see a breakthrough in your, your weight, or your health, or your whatever. Um, and and breakthrough, which I've discovered, is actually a cycle. So um, I'm going to ask Harris, can you come up here for me? Uh, Astrid, can you come up here for me? Uh, this. Okay, you guys are gonna be three parts of breakthrough, is that right? Right. So in this scenario, you as a person, any person, right, you need a change. You need something to happen. You either have something in your family, or there's an illness, or there's a, a difficulty at the moment, right? So you need a change. So Aspen is going to represent the moment that changes, right? That can be in a week's time, an hour's time. 10 minutes time, a month's time, whatever, right? After you represent that moment, okay? Karis is representing, after you've had a, a breakthrough moment and a moment of change, what happens is, is that you start to live in that change, right? Let's talk about in the Bible, Jesus heals a blind person, right? There is a moment where blind person now can see, okay? Then Karis represents the moment of that blind person going, sweet, I can see, I'm now going to live my life as a seeing person rather than as a blind person. And, and then my mum, over here, is representing what I'm going to call the new normal. Uh, it's the name of our schools working in, uh, in the church. <laughs> Pictures picture be really sensible, it's fine. Um, so mum's representing the new normal, because here's the reality of breakthrough, right? You have a breakthrough moment, you start to live in a breakthrough moment, then that breakthrough moment just becomes what is normal. And uh, you just kind of go, oh, okay, yeah, but, and sometimes, you actually forget about the fact that there was a moment before Astrid over here that when you were desperate for breakthrough, when you needed something to change, and then it happens, then you live in it, then it becomes a new normal. So what want you do, ladies, on the hold hands, with everyone with everyone? all Astrid, there you go, Because so, the reality is, right, is that there's a moment that changes, you start to live in it, it becomes a new normal. And then this moment here, has to happen again, because otherwise your new normal is actually a last ceiling to your next steps in your life. Yeah. And this point here, I think is where people start to forget. This point here is like, I saw, I don't know, my brother get saved, maybe yeah, you've got four more siblings. I saw my mum get saved, yeah, you have two parents, but do, do you know what I'm saying? Like I've seen, um, my life is now, used to be this, and now it's this. You're like, yeah, God has got more for you in the future than you can the, and, and I just want to encourage you that you start thinking of it cyclically with a breakthrough. Because, um, like I say to you, I, I really believe that God has got so much more for you in your life than you can ever dream, ask, or imagine. It says it in Ephesians 3.20. And the thing about breakthrough is it requires action, okay? Uh, some breakthroughs, in fact, I don't know if there are many breakthroughs that actually don't require much action. Even if you um, have been freed from something like addiction, there was probably a moment when you cried out to God saying, freedom bring me from addiction. You can just walk on the street and tell that that's pretty sweet. Do the you know what I mean? That's probably not what happened, right? And there was probably a moment where someone been praying for you. There's been a time where you, you have an encounter maybe with God and then all of a sudden your life is different from that onwards. Matthew 7, 7 and 8, it says, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you for everyone who asks for sins. The one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks the door will be opened. A breakthrough has a reaction and a response. There's two people in the Bible, right? And you've got these group of disciples and you've got this guy from the rich young river. Okay? Jesus goes around, I love how he picked his team by the way. Jesus literally is bowling down the street and like, you, come on. And there's like tanks the to let do. And Matthew just goes, oh no, all right, like, let's throw a party. You're like, Sweet, you're are like, okay, cool. And I go, culturally at the time, it was probably quite normal to be by a rabbi, I but I just like in this context today, do you know what I mean? You go, you go along the street or whatever, and this dude like, just goes, I choose you. And it's like, know oh, this is normal. Um, but the reality is, is that the disciples had a choice where Peter and his brothers put down their nets and go, I am going to follow you. They literally had a breakthrough moment and a choice that they made. Um, the rich going to up to God and I have everything.
1: And I love this because
0: he's rich and young and he's got power. So, like the three, that's the big three. Like, right? uh, if I can be a young again, well, i will like to be a young guy again. But um, he had this choice. And God says, Go and sell everything you've got, You you come follow me. If you want this, if you want all of this here, sell it all and, and, and you got it. He didn't say, God, Jesus didn't say no to it. Jesus went, Yeah, cool. If you do this. The rich young ruler went, No. And, and and basically miss out on the breakthrough moment that he would have had in his life and a completely different trajectory. And I, I think for me sometimes there's probably been moments where I've gone, No, my uh, I don't know, I've never been that core screen like screenplay to a that. Um, but, you I do I've cared but do you know like you have a choice in school, don't you sometimes? Do so I stand up in my face or do I just go? Going... I remember doing that a few times, um, in the back the school, and with the bad passport's key. Um they they call me a I'm like, at least be imaginative, that's more. Um, anyway, do you know what? breakthrough can be about limitations, it can be about mindset, it can be about faith, hope, a dream. Um, and here's what breakthrough could look like in your life. It could be a revelation moment that breaks, it's a breakthrough for your mind that changes your actions. Romans right 12, 2's could be, um, Sorry. Do not perform to the pattern of the world. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So a breakthrough could be a revelation moment where you just go, God just drops something into your head, screw and go, oh, that changes everything. It could be an encouragement. It could be something where someone comes up to you and says, hey, you're great at this. Or it could be you going and, and, and giving somebody else a breakthrough by saying, hey, brilliant man you're brilliant really in this. I just want to encourage you. And it could be a change in behavior. Normally, if you've changed, like if, you, if you've got a, an idea where you're going to go to the gym, your behaviour changes, you start going and doing things. I use the gym all the time because I don't go, I'm should, so sure to uh, exercise myself. But actually, it creates a change in your behaviour, right? If you are, um, I don't know, you're, you're, you've got a certain track of behaviours that, that's causing you to go negatively spiraling down, like a change in behaviour is a breakthrough for you, because actually you start to, instead of hiding in your room, you start to go out and go to the shop, or do you know what I mean? Like it, could be a, it could be a small thing, but that's a, that's a good thing. A change of motives, a change in priorities, an confidence and sharing your faith. It could be more faith, it could be more security in who you are, it could be more confidence in what you look like, it could be a change in your mental state, it could be a different outlook on life, it could be seeing the positive things, and it could be a Holy Spirit encounter. Breakthrough sounds good way, right? I wouldn't mind a few of those things every day. And the thing is, breakthrough is isn't just for you, you are more important in God's plans than just you caring about you. That is not what Jesus said. He didn't say, hey, be saved and have a small party by yourself inside. Don't tell anybody. That is the complete opposite of what Jesus said. Jesus was talking about, hey, don't hide your lamp. Don't hide your light under a lamp. Hey, go out and tell all of the world. Go out and make your disciples. Not go out and just be one and don't tell your friends. So here's what your breakthrough or revelation can do. There's two things I think you can punch a hole through something so others can follow you. So maybe, uh, like I was thinking about this before, you might have a family kind of like, like normal that happens. You kind of just go around that same cycle and then, like you live the same way your mum's lived and they live the same way their mum's lived. And that can be a positive or an negative thing. But actually, uh, you could be someone who's the first person in your, in your family to go to high school, a complete high school. That's you punching a hole in the normal. Of what was previously. You could be the first person to start a business and be successful in a business in your family. That's you punching a hole through. Because here's the reality, if in this room one of you can do it, more than one of you can do it. Three of you can do it, 10 of you can do it. You can change the face of the shopping area in the circle by starting a business. I'm not saying you should, just hear what I'm saying, right? Because your breakthrough actually almost punch a hole in something that's normal, and then you're like, you're through it, you're like.
1: Come follow me, I want to help support you and release really. so
0: you. This. That is one thing a breakthrough can do. The other thing is it shows people a different way of going. So um, I guess I don't know, like just I'm thinking about like um, the fact that you're in a group of friends and you're meeting a group of people and you're most likely in that group of people either because of um, distance from where you live or interest, right? And a lot of the time, you kind of, um, uh, if you're doing something you maybe aren't proud of, or if you're doing something that is a little bit, probably outside so of what you might tell David Judith you're doing, then you actually tend to surround yourself with people who are also kind of saying that's okay. And it's kind of like, so you actually, you can, just by showing, by, by having a breakthrough moment, you can show people who are thinking the same as you, acting the same as you, being the same as you, a completely different way of of being and living, which again, causes freedom and release for others, not just for you, even though that's a good thing, uh, it's for you. Okay, in 1 Kings 20, I'm just going to get a drink. In 1 Kings 20, in the Bible, there's a hair in here. Three children changes your your standards. Um, In 1 Kings 20, there's this guy called King Ben Haddad, and he is a king. Seen kings, so he's a king, and he has 32 shapes who come up against him, right? And he, um, so, King Ben and his 32 shapes come up against this guy, King Ahab, right? So King Ahab is the good guy in this, and King Ahab, right? Literally, looks at the situation and goes, I have got no chance. There is not a chance in this. You imagine you versus 32. I like, just just in singular, right, me versus 33 people in a fight. Like, I'm going to be honest, I'm losing that fight, unless there may be children. And at that point, even the smaller them could overtake me. And, but it says, Ben and Dad said, oh, okay, well just give me a little bit of some stuff and I'll leave you alive. And so you have like, oh, alright, okay. I'm going to compromise myself, my role, my position, and I'm going to give you this little bit of stuff. And now, now, King Ben's dad was, was basically quite smart. And he basically just looks at Pierre and was like, Well, if you're going to give me that, I'll give you everything. I remember getting mugged one time, right? Or 10 like to have the mugged, outside Hall. He says, Oh, the classic line for getting mugged, though, is Have you got 20p? Or Have you got a cigarette? Or something like that? There's like, like an entrance fee into the money. It's an entrance fee to the money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? I can afford 20p. And so you know, if you're going to give me that, it's like almost of sign of weakness. and you know, They'll start like, you know, going, all right, Well, you can give me 20p, give me a phone. Give me a whole lot give me a, do you know what I mean? And that's what happened to me all time. And that's what happened to King Ahab in this. So, he sees this big setback, this setback happens again, and he's like, oh, okay, I'm giving it all up. What are we gonna do? I literally can't do anything. At this point, a prophet, at the time, is how God spoke to his people. A prophet, so God, comes into the situation and says, God has given you, and God has given the enemy over to you, Israel. But the young commandos need to lead the charge. There were only 232 young commandos, and there was another 700 men behind them. They were outnumbered, but they led the charge, and they went out and routed the entire enemy. Right? Why young people? Here's what I think. Right? I think young people have a level of faith, and a level, a type of faith that actually um, hasn't been crushed and squashed and like jaded and like oh yeah, but I tried this once before. Or do you remember three years ago we tried this? that didn't work so um, you know. And, and I think Jesus says it, I you Jesus said it, it says this, it's, hey, have, have a childlike faith. Why do they have a childlike faith? Because to a child, nothing is impossible. Like, our kids, just make stuff up that they think can happen. Why? Because they haven't not seen it happen yet. Like, and, and I, you kind of want to, like, encourage that, but at the same time, like, the, as a parent, it's like weird, kind of like, do I temper that slightly? Because there is no such thing as like a fox bat Thing you you made up, like lives in water, right? But good, good, good imagination. And at the same time, they're like, dream. Like, absolutely dream. So I want you to just hear this as well. Like, we need to champion our young people, we need to remain young. But we, here's the big thing, we need to remain young in our mind and in our spirit. You know, be renewed, be made young again by the transforming of your mind. And um, I think it's so easy to get old in that thing. I think it's so easy to get stuck in our ways. I think it's so easy to live in this new normal that we've all kind of got to, and just be like, this is where we're at. Yeah. This feels good, I'm happy, well, let's go. Now listen, I didn't make a decision in fact, let's go, so I'm happy, in this is sweet. you kind of like cruising along together, being like, yeah, this new normal's awesome. And it almost takes something awful a lot of the time to go, oh, we need God, we need a breakthrough. Yeah. Quick,
1: uh, what did we do last time?
0: Uh, praise the things are pretty. Uh, Actually, if we're living in a time, if we're living at the moment, going, I am hungry to see what God can do on this estate. I'm hungry to see what God can do in my family. I'm hungry to see uh, people raised up, so that we have to have a bigger building and more services, and not because bigger building and more services equals kudos in the Christian world. Who gives a care, right? But the reality is, I want to fill my youth ministry in Manchester with a million young people. I'm just saying a random number off and like aiming for a million. You hear what I'm saying, right? I, I, I'll look at his real amount for fear, i am going to everybody on Friday night, 500 young people gathering together. Why? Because I want to look great on Instagram. No, right? Why? Because I want 500 young people to be hearing about God, it, yeah. saving from God, and going out and changing their work. Yeah. I would rather 500 than 499. I want 499 than 498. I eight. I'd rather 3,000 than 500. Why? Because we can be influential and go out and do something together. I, I love, I can't do maths this well quickly, okay, but I like said in the bar, they went one we've one a thousand people, like, two we've got 10,000 people. We had 230 youth, 240 young adults in a room. There's like, what, well, I don't know how many people in this room now, 100, right? And what's the mathematical kind of exponential of, like, how many people, if we really got and really grasped and really got a breakthrough in our relationship with God, how many people could we see affected for just, people? Just in this room now. He a lot, and if you want to do the maths, then um, text my mum. she will be interested. In that. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> here's the thing, like The enemy. Says in, um, oh, it says in. Oh, uh, a It says in the Bible, John 10, 10, We all know at the last. I've come to give you uh, like life, and life to the full. Perhaps Max stole it. I don't know how good our life it is that your Matt stole your life. Drinking a unsweetened um, and soft drink. But Pepsi Max Bolton live life to the max, right? That's a god thing. That was Jesus first, right? I only life, I'm to give you life and life to the The thing is, before that, he goes, Hey, the thief, the enemy, comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I think the enemy has come and, and he's roaming around, right? And he's trying to erode like what youth culture is, he's trying to erode mental health, he's trying to erode and um, have people have a load of stress and pressure, problems. stress and on them. I went to a grammar school when I was 11 and it felt pressure, right? Because you're like, this is a grammar school, you must assume A's. Now there's more pressure than I felt on grades, in, in like comprehensive so young people that I'm talking to. It is ridiculous. Why? Because schools get more money when they get good grades. Also, like let's just be nice about it for a second and say, hey, good grades, give you more opportunities. And um, also, if you've got the exam results. And um, God's not it, to like work with your sounds work and god got a for you, it was so true. And but here's the thing. I think the enemy's it, doing a little work, all those, not a little work, it's doing a big work in those areas, because it almost makes you old in your thinking, in your mind, because you kind of retreat a little bit and you go, Oh can you imagine the question? How can we tackle mental health? How do we tackle how people have poor, poor mental health in our community? Anyone hey, got a gold wallet answer, I'll tell you my name, be a millionaire, right? It is a big question, it's a hard question, how do you tackle the fact that young people's culture is so eroded now that they go on Instagram or they go on YouTube and listen to two morons talking about idea and advice. They haven't lived their life, they've literally sat in their room with a camera. Like,
1: love on pieces, if anyone's an a
0: YouTuber, be great and be encouraging, but the reality is, I want to listen to experts in my life, I want to put myself around great people I want to grow through that. But, here's the thing,
1: a lot of the time,
0: God uses young people to make the way. I don't just mean necessarily young in age, I mean young in heart, young in mind, young in spirit, right? Because they're dreamers, they're people that go, hey, but what if we deal go mental health? What if we we could do something as a group that says, hey, we are going to stand up against that, actually. We're almost like the 232 commandos going out in front of the battle and being like, do you know what, enemy out there, me, without my 231 bank, me, plus one, is always a majority. So if we're coming for something, we're going to come for it. But here's the thing, the band can come and join me, right? The church, we as a church need to champion people that are going out and taking risks and trying to go out and create a breakthrough. We can all make a difference and we can all see a breakthrough. But it isn't a lot of it is down to you, your choice of how you what you want to see going on. So we're gonna have a moment in time, I'll probably preach the time, so I do apologize. we're gonna have a moment now where we're gonna sing a song, um, and it's the, uh, the one we're gonna talk about the, name of, Je- the name of Jesus and it breaks every chain. And um, we're gonna sing that in a second, and there's a there's a part in it that it says, I hear those chains falling. And today I want us to use that as a prophetic declaration. You might have a situation. You probably have a situation in your life you need to see the chains fall off of you. There might be a health issue, there might be a family member that is struggling, there might be a financial thing that you haven't told anyone else about, because the first thing you think of when you wake up in the morning, is the last thing you think of when you go to bed. There could be something, a mindset, there could be a habit, there could be an addiction that you haven't told people about. But I, I'm telling you this morning, that we're going to start singing, I hear those chains falling. If, if you haven't got anything like that, then I want you to be praying and singing that for the person next to you. I want you to be praying and singing that for the people that actually probably know to, the young people in this area are. You can be praying and singing that because we as a group of people, we can make a difference. We can see breakthrough and we can see God do something more than we've already seen. And here's the thing: breakthrough is a lifestyle choice requiring commitment. It's not just a one-off choice. One-off choice is great, but lasting change happens with consistency and commitment to something. We well, all need to realise as well, you aren't here just for a laugh, you're not here just for good music, you're not here just because it's a social club. You are actually plan A for your friends, your family, your workmates, your neighbours. God chose you to be in that role that place right now, because you are a eh? Some people in here are this self-doubt that like, I'm not good enough to be used by God, I'm not good enough to hear from him. I'm telling you today that you are a man, eh? God has picked you, God has chosen you, God has seen you, God does love you, and today is the time that you can stand up and say, hey, I'm gonna believe that, and I'm gonna see a difference in my life. So, here's the, uh, the, secret, the not-so-secret secret. Your breakthrough, family in his breakthrough there was a moment two uh, thousand years ago right when jesus still recalls was he didn't stand anywhere, he was nailed to the cross okay and it created a breakthrough moment that allows you to have a relationship with the father so that all of this stuff is possible we are only able to access this stuff because of what jesus did in that first place so he does have the power to break the chain he does have the power to to see breakthrough, he does
1: have the power to break the pressure, he does have the power to see breakthrough in things that the world sees as
0: impossible, he does have the power to heal you from things that the doctors have said, you can't be healed from that, but you've got to believe, you've got to stand, you've got to say, hey, I'm going to take that, I'm going to believe that, I'm going to walk in that, so just for a second, just bow your head to me for a second, before we do some, uh, some army based battle time this morning, we're gonna do two things. The first thing is, if anyone here this morning is uh, listening to what listen I'm saying and you're going, "I have not got a relationship with that God," and I don't know what you're talking about, um, but something within is leaping and saying, "Hey, I want to know more, or I want to, I want to uh, understand a little more about what you're talking about." I just want you to raise your hand for me because we are gonna pray for you. I'm gonna enter you into this, this battle, this charge, this, this moment. Right, if there's no one in the room right okay, but if you're in the room right now, there's your heart pumping. And you're saying, hey, I need to know this God. It's your opportunity right now. Right. So, I want everyone right now to uh, to start using your mouth for me, okay? I want you to start giving God praise for something. There is something in one of our lives that that, that that he has done for you, so start praising your voice, start stirring up faithful in inside you, because what happens a praise is a precursor to a breakthrough. So I want you to start praising God right now. I want to hear your church, I want to hear your voices, I want to hear the sound of you worshiping God. Have you ever got things you know what to praise God for? Hey, I want to thank God that you are alive, I want to thank God that he has chosen you, I want to thank God A purpose. I want to thank God for putting you in this church. He has rooted you in a place of health and good, of good things. I want to thank God for your family. I want to thank God for your pastors. I want to thank God for your leaders. I want to thank God for His goodness. I want to thank God for the cross two thousand years ago, there was a breakthrough moment there, which was to be a breakthrough. Church, I can't hear your voices. Raise your if you want this. If you want a breakthrough moment, if you want a breakthrough moment, you need to start. We worship you, God. We thank you, God. Thank you, God. We worship you, God. You are a good God. You are the name of all names. You are the King of all the kings. You Lord above all lords. God, you have the power to do anything you want to do, God. We just pray for breakthrough this morning, Father.